Good afternoon, Jackson and Jackson. Hi, speak to Taylor, please. May I tell Taylor who's calling? Uh, yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Joey Jingoma? Okay, let me see if he's here, okay? Hold on just a moment. Thank you. Jackson and Jackson, Taylor speaking. Taylor, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it, how's it going? It's going well, sir. How you been? Doing good, thanks. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Right. I definitely think there will come a point to where we just say, hey, look, this is something we do. And if you can't meet them in person, okay. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of people here that still like to go shake hands and meet for lunch or whatever and meet them in person, which is great. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But um, there is still times where, you know, you know, I'll call him and say, hey, we got your renewal in. And he goes, I'll oh, just, just uh, email it to me. Those are some strong words, and I love it. That's my good buddy, Taylor Garcia of Jackson & Jackson Insurance in San Dimas, California. And we're doing it. This is, I didn't think we'd get here, but we are, The Truth About Video Proposals Part 4. And Taylor says, this might actually get to something that we say. This is something that we do. Now, I argued, and if we remember in the last one that, you know, again, Taylor was on, was The Truth About Video Proposals Part 3. And, you know, my big point there, one of the big truths was that this indeed should just become something that you do. And this is a great transition point from where we ended just kind of recap of saying, I don't know that we even really need the shit anymore. Now, Taylor's obviously working to a place to where that that becomes commonplace. And we'll hear that as we move throughout this episode. However, again, just just think about that, right? Thinking about the, the putting the foot down, laying the law down and saying, you know what, just forget it. This is not optional. This is part of just like sending an actual quote out is, you know, imagine how that, you know, at some point that was, you know, maybe questionable, right? You didn't actually email something or send any sort of thing to the client. Maybe just talk numbers over the phone or you maybe requested them to come in and sit down to review the numbers, right? That's obviously gone gone away a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb even further. And I'm going to say that this is simply just the beginning of kind of unique custom one-to-one marketing in the way that uh, you know, you're providing something that felt excessive just a year or two ago, and it's only going to continue to evolve. Assuming, just assuming, and this is where the video proposal thing is, is a little hit or miss, touch and go, whatever. It just it just has to matter, it has to make sense for the account size in which you're providing these services. That's gonna be probably the next big, you know, you know, questions that will be asked surrounding that again. Or, you know, how does it become effective or efficient enough to where it can be, you know, produced at a rate at a scale to where it makes sense, just financially from a business standpoint to 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 produce these things. Uh, but again, I do think this is just the beginning in things that will slowly become, this is just what we do now. Uh, because these tools, because processes, because this kind of direct customized stuff is going to be available to us, it is just going to be something that you do. And it's fantastic. I think the sooner that you can get to that place, the better, because that just 
really puts you further ahead than everybody else, right? Because they're still debating if they should even do it, just flat out do it at all, let alone mandating that it happen every time or whatever the parameters in which require that consistency. If you can just step up and say, no, just kind of see the future and just jump in and say, no, this is it. We're doing it. I don't care. We're going to make it happen. And this is why, because guess what? Guess what? That's something they would least expect. I'm like, well, I don't just want to email you the policy. You're going to look at it and go, okay. They have questions. You may not. You may not know what you're looking for. So usually if they just tell me that, they say, oh, just email me the quotes or email me the renewals. That's when I go in and do a video because obviously he doesn't want to, they don't want to meet in person. So I'll just throw a quick video together and send it to him that way. And then normally they'll come back very shocked. Like, wow, I did not expect that. That's the reaction we're all trying to get every single time, or at least as often as we possibly can. I did not expect that. And this is where Taylor's kind of picking his spots, right? He's looking for indicators in which might say to him, this is probably a high leverage situation where a video would be much more effective. And they're, they're subliminally kind of sending me a message that they might want it. Somebody saying, no, just email it to me. Well, guess what? If that's the case, if that's the indicator, that's the trigger. You know, there's obvious, there's obviously, you know, pushback of, of wanting to sit down, wanting to meet, but yet you still want to come in, solidify the relationship, want to make sure that they're, that you're giving them that you're bringing the meeting to them, right? You're, you're, you're adapting to the environment, to the arena they wish to kind of stand in. And you're saying, no, listen, forget that. Here's the video. Boom. Great. You've got it emailed, but you've also got me talking to you through a computer because video is a thing and video hosting is a thing and your life is now improved. So is theirs. Everybody is winning because this thing is happening. And this is very simple, but what is not simple is listening to that trigger of saying, well, obviously he doesn't want to. And, you know, again, you know, the people that, that, you know, don't want to really pick up the phone, you know, that, that client that, that does prefer just doing business over email and maybe texting or whatever, you know, going with the kind of the least, the path of least resistance, the thing that they feel most comfortable with. Again, the video proposal is that thing. Now, again, as we push forward, as we continue to really expand on this, this is something that this concept of video proposal is the one of the best things that we have right now. If there were to be some sort of transcription, cliff notes, sort of, you know, bullet points, some sort of breaking down of it, if this is, you know, at some point, some something that can be automated, that can be pulled through, you know, maybe AI, I'm getting way ahead of myself here, but the idea of delivering, you know, message and format and time and place all at the opportune, most opportune time, you know, where somebody might be annoyed by a five minute video, they're just too impatient for it. That's still a thing. That's, that's, a, you know, just as much as somebody doesn't want to sit down, they might be impatient for a five minute video. Now, again, I personally don't have those problems at all, but there are people that do. And how do you address them? How do you serve them? And we're still just in the, the infancy of this, but again, going back to the, well, I didn't expect that. And that's what we're chasing. So there's still going to be plenty of novelty, plenty of unexpectedness happening here. And I wouldn't overthink it. I just kind of got way ahead of myself here, but that's why it's important to, you know, maybe consider making it something that you do. And dare I say, even higher for. So we're, we're trying to bring in younger 
producers so they can jump on board with this. We had uh, three young agents that quit on us. So we're trying to hire in some younger guys so we can all get in on the tech stuff because I feel like if we don't, we're going to get behind on just how the industry is going, you know. If you wondered what the next level of this is just something we're going to do looks like, well, it's this. It's saying, just going all in and saying, well, you know, listen, you know, we, we're just going to hire people that out of the gate, no training, no nothing, no prompting, no convincing, no coercing. They're just going to want to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to be ready. They're going to be rolling. Now, again, I don't know that necessarily age is a you know, ultimate determining factor here. There are, I would just, I would say there's an aptitude. There's just a, there's, you know, this is a, this is a mindset issue. Uh, again, you're going to play the odds in your favor if you, you know, the, the, the lower you go in the, you know, the age brackets just because of familiarity. However, uh, again, I've, I've got a buddy that rarely leaves my hometown and, you know, just kind of started to understand the internet. And I went to high school with this guy. So, I mean, they, it doesn't necessarily matter. They, they come in all shapes and sizes. I think, you know, where I, I, and again, I just, I love this whole conversation. I don't know why I get so fired up about this, but I, I just, I think it's, if I had to say, if, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm just going to take a minute to kind of, you know, kind of expand on why this is important, why I, I do get excited about this is because it, this is like the gateway drug into processes and technology. It's just, I'll say advanced enough. I don't even know if that's necessarily applicable, but it's just advanced enough uh, to kind of, Wet the appetite of, of seeing what's possible and and allowing that feedback loop to start to get that reaction of wow I didn't expect that, and it's just easy enough to where the barrier to entry is is minimal to to an extent and and again where video maybe has an advantage over writing or whatever is that it it is easier to create from the standpoint most of us are salespeople. We talk for a living and that's what you do on a video. The only problem is, is that we just need to learn to, this is a big, big, big video pro tip. Talk with your eyes because otherwise you look like a serial killer. If you just stand there and you don't blink for five minutes, people start to get nervous. They start, you know, kind of looking for sharp objects and they start calling for like family and friends and relatives because it just, it doesn't feel safe at that point. So blink, talk with your eyes, a lot of, you know, just, you know, that's a big tip. But anyways, that's the only thing that needs to be figured out is just communicating with those nonverbal cues. Uh, again, you, you talk for a living. You say this stuff all the time. But once you figure out, hey, I can present myself fairly well on a video, then the sky's the limit. That's why I think this is important. That's why Taylor is saying we're just going to hire right into it. We're going to hire people that right out of the gate understand what this is. They, they think this sh should be the norm. Maybe they they would question doing it any differently. They say, well, why wouldn't we do it this way? That's where we're going, right? Because this is just, I'm going to say it, the beginning of that one-to-one -one kind of marketing effort is what else can be done. And, and just think this is, you know, what we've heard so far is in the later round of the prospecting stage, this is towards the bottom end to kind of close the deal. We've talked about closing ratios and things like that. And we've talked about, you know, and Taylor's example here right now is renewal. This is, you know, re-upping the business. You know, think, think bigger here, expand this, you know, kind of extrapolate it across the entire sales cycle, cross-selling, whatever, right? This, 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 this idea of customized one-to-one -one marketing, whatever that looks like to you, whether it's a video or otherwise, is very powerful, especially, again, 
if you're using it as a prospecting tool on accounts that are large enough to where you can almost create your own unique one-to-one campaign for an entire account. That's where things get interesting. But again, that's again getting ahead of myself. We're talking about the truth of the video proposals the fourth time here, and this is really centering around your dedication, your commitment to wanting to create something that people did not expect and to allow your agency to staff itself in a way to where that expectation can be delivered far more consistently than anybody else. I never thought I'd really have to ask this question, but it happened and I was immediately filled with regret and a little bit of sadness upon its discovery. But I have to say, what is your over-under threshold for the number of teeth a chef should be missing? And I just say that because, well, attention to detail. There's a certain level of it that you like present in somebody that is preparing something for you that may or may not, you know, ultimately be harmful. I don't know, that's just me. And I ran into a situation where there was certainly more missing than were present. And and I just, I really regretted multiple things I had put in my mouth previously because it had already happened. I had a question, fries, gluten-free, not gluten-free. Really just shouldn't have known. I didn't need it. I didn't know because I had a kid. Anyways, wow. Dude, I, I just thought this is not, I mean, there are certain things I understand. Maybe it's out of control, but wow. You're cooking, which is very detail-oriented, you know. I don't know, safety, food safety, hygiene, all of those things. And to not keep the I have more teeth than not in the positive category just feels somewhat alarming on multiple levels. I don't know, what about you? Maybe I just me, maybe I'm just a stickler, maybe I'm overreacting, maybe this is just another uh, installment of Joey's obsessive compulsiveness coming out, but I don't think so. JoeyAgencyNation.com, what is your threshold? Have you counted? Have you ever experienced a similar situation? I have to know. I need to know because these things, they're important. <laughs> JoeyAgencyNation.com, if you're not sure if your agency has lost too many teeth, I think so. Head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter and all of that goodness hygiene will be there waiting for you. Uh, Sign up for the Agency Nation newsletter, which will be delivered to you every Sunday morning, courtesy of me. It'll be fantastic. I think you'll enjoy it. agencynation.com slash newsletter.